Welcome to Baby Boomer Tales. My name is Jim. Thank you for joining us today. You can find us at babyboomertales.com. There are links to Twitter, Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, and more. It's very nice to have you here with me today. In 1988, we moved to the Midwest from the mountains where I was raised that I speak about all the time. We were coming out of a tough business situation and we were basically starting over. I took my two little girls, my wife, and this little dog, little puppy we named Andy, and we moved here with hardly anything. A few days later after we got settled in here, we were driving around a very nice part of town big, big houses and big rolling lawns going down these hills. And I told my wife that I just want to stay out of stressful situations a while. I just want to do things like mow those yards. And she says, well, why don't you? So I pondered that and I contemplated that. And after a few days, I decided that maybe I should give that a try. I had to do something. And so I went to a Walmart to buy a rake. I didn't have enough money to buy a lawnmower. We left our old lawnmower back in Colorado when we moved here. And standing in line, there was a man and a probably a 10-year-old boy standing in front of me. And they had some packs of baseball cards they were going to buy. And I said, excuse me, you know, you never know what you're going to find in those. I have some old baseball cards from when I was a boy. And I was looking the other day, and I have a Pete Rose card, and it's worth $650. The man's eyes lit up, and the boy still looked at his packages of cards. He gave me his business card. He said, if you're ever interested in selling that card, let me know. I went home, and I told my wife. So I gave him a call. And to make a long story short, I sold him 10 cards for about $1,200. That got us a start. That got us enough money to get a place of our own and start a new life here in the Midwest. He gave me the money, and I was leaving his house that evening and met his family and all that. He walked me out to my car. He said, now, whatever you do, if my wife ever asks you how much I spent for those cards, do not tell her. So I gave him my word, and on I went with my $1,200. Well, the next day, I drove around town with my rake in my van, and I found a house that the grass was at least knee-high and it was full of leaves. It looked terrible. I knocked on the door, and it was a little old lady. She had to be in her 80s. I told her how much I would charge her to rake her leaves and get them out of there and then mow her yard. Now, I borrowed my mother-in-law's lawnmower, and so she hired me, and I worked, and I worked. And I worked, and I probably spent eight hours on that place bagging up about 50 bags of leaves and grass, and I got it done. She gave me two breaks during the day, and she brought me an ice cream bar each time. Besides that, I didn't stop for lunch or anything. I went home with my money, which wasn't very much, and definitely not what I was used to having, but when you're starting all over, Something's better than nothing. I looked at my hands that were blistered and bleeding, and I smiled. I thought, I can do this for a while. 
So I started a little lawn business. And the way it got going is old people have an underground and they will tell one person if they find somebody they like and trust and that person will tell somebody and on and on it goes. And 90% of my clientele were senior citizens. Most of them were widows. And I worked and I worked and I lost a bunch of weight and I gained a bunch of muscle mass and I got real tan. And I discovered something here in the Midwest that I didn't know existed and that was chiggers. They're called red bugs in the South, I believe. And those little suckers will make your life miserable. So I've learned how to deal with chiggers over the years, but that first summer, I had no idea what I was into. As the days got hotter, I started to thaw out. Born and raised at 8,000 feet above sea level, nine months of winter, and all of a sudden now at 90 degrees and high humidity, and I was digging it. I loved it. I thought this was the greatest thing on earth. I was used to 40 below zero, and I loved it. And I went the whole summer, and then the fall came. And there's a forest of trees in Kansas City. Half of the city is canopied in these large, beautiful trees. But in the fall, they lose their leaves. And I was very, very busy picking up leaves for all my senior citizen customers. I'd go to some yards and we'd have a hundred large 50-gallon big black trash bags full of leaves. It was amazing. It was totally amazing. Now, some of the small cities within the metropolitan area, if you just get the leaves to the curb, the city comes up with big vacuum trucks and vacuums it in. But that isn't the case everywhere. And I'd set those bags of leaves out at the curb for the trash bin to take. And it was amazing. Winter came and I scooped snow, painted people's basements, found odd jobs here and there and stayed pretty busy. Spring came and I was still going strong. Done it about a year now and I kind of liked it. And if somebody got sideways with me or gave me the business or chewed me out, I would just look them straight in the eye and I'd say, ma'am, I'm sorry, but I came out of a stressful situation and the whole reason I'm doing your yard is to stay stress-free. So I will not come back. You need to find somebody else to take care of your yard. And I'd go on my way. No hard feelings, smile on my face. Well, that second summer, it got very hot. One day it was way over 100 degrees, and there are heat advisories and heat warnings. And I was out there mowing, and I remember I had these lawnmowers. I did everything by hand. I hadn't saved enough money to get riders yet. And I was walking down this hill mowing this yard, and all of a sudden I could see stars in front of me. And I could not feel, I could see my hands holding the mower but I felt like I just had my arms out in front of me, walking, kind of like a zombie, probably. Freaked me out. I stopped. I got some water out of my van and sat down. Next thing I knew, I'd been sitting there a couple hours. I think I came very, very close to having a heat stroke. From that moment on, I have not really liked it when it gets hot and humid. Not very much at all. When fall came that year, 
I looked at all those leaves and I started to pick them up and I thought I cannot pick up another leaf. My time here is done. I've got to do something else. Well, I came up with an idea that maybe I could start a lawn business and hire some guys to do the mowing and stuff and I would just run the business and I started to ask some of my best customers and everyone agreed with me that that'd be wonderful and that'd be great and they'd love that. But I had to mow their yard. Nobody else. What's the use to hiring somebody if they can't mow their yard? So I made the decision to leave my stress-free job. It actually hadn't become so stress-free. I was stressed out about the leaves. I was stressed out about the heat. And so I went back into business. And it's all good. And it's all fine. And 30-some years later, I look back at that time fondly that it rescued me from maybe a nervous breakdown, maybe a total collapse of my values as a human being. I don't know. Now, for the top 10 55 years ago, that is the top 10 music songs this week in 1965. Number 10, Papa's Got a Brand New Bag, James Brown and the Famous Flames. Number nine, Down in the Boondocks, Billy Joel Royal. Number eight, Hold Me, Thrill Me, Kiss Me, Mel Carter. Number seven, Save Your Heart for Me, Gary Lewis and the Playboys. Number six, Like a Rolling Stone, Bob Dylan. Number five, It's the Same Old Song, The Four Tops. Number four, Unchained Melody, The Righteous Brothers. Number three by the Beach Boys, California Girls. The Beatles come in number two with their song, Help. And the number one song for the third week in a row by Sonny and Cher, I Got You Babe. Sonny and Cher, now that's a pair for you. I know Sonny was the brains of the whole operation and Cher was the talent. Do you remember watching their TV show? It's a hoot. Get on your Roku and see if you can find it. It's great. When I was a kid and I worked at my dad's grocery store, I wanted some extra money because I never seemed to make any money at my dad's. I was always charging Coca-Colas and Snicker bars and I have to pay that back so I never ever really saw any kind of cash in my pocket. So I got a job mowing my Uncle Charlie's lawn. Now Uncle Charlie is the whole reason my dad ever ended up in that little town. He's the one that owned a variety store that turned into a western wear store. When it came time for him and his partner Francis to move up to that little town in the mountains, Charlie was very, very ill. He's always kind of sickly anyway, but he was too sick to move there. And so my dad came in his place and they got the store ready to go and got it all open and up and running. And Charlie finally got feeling well enough to move up there himself. And my dad went on to do other things, including opening his grocery store. This lawn of Uncle Charlie's was on a hill. And so it went downhill from Charlie's house to the street quite a ways. It was a pretty steep hill. 
And so it was everything I had in me to mow it. Now, those were the days before self-propelled lawnmowers. And we didn't have weed eaters to trim. And I mowed and my brother John trimmed. And he had those trimmers. He had to squeeze your hands together over and over and over and over for the scissors on the trimmer to cut the grass around the fence posts and the rocks and stuff. Well, about the second summer we did that. John decided he wanted to mow. He was tired of sitting there, squeezing his hand over and over, trying to trim that grass. We had a big old fight, and I think my mom intervened, decided we should take turns doing it. One week, John could mow, and I'd trim, and the next week, I'd mow, and John would trim. Well, I hated that. I hated that trimming. I don't know how Brother John did it. Maybe that's why he has muscles that rip his shirt open now. Back then, this little skinny guy just wanted to mow. He did not want to trim. Well, through the fight we had, John quit me. And so then I had to mow and trim the whole place by myself. By the end of the summer, I was done. Charlie had to find somebody else to do his yard. It was a good few summers we did that. It really was. Uncle Charlie paid us very well. Got me out of the store, even though the store was much easier work. As I got older and owned homes, I always had to mow the yard. I never, ever paid someone to mow my yard. When we first married, we had a bunch of heavy grass up by the alley. And so I went down to the rental place to see if they had anything. And string trimmers are just pretty new. Rented a string trimmer. That worked like a champ. And I wondered where those things were back in the days when we had to squeeze our hand over and over and over and over and over just to trim a little bit of grass. Well, today I have several lawnmowers. I have one self-propelled that we mow what I call the little backyard. It's a little bitty yard that if I have to lock the dogs up in a yard for any reason, has a little chain link fence around it. And then I have a push mower that I got from my brother-in-law when he moved, and I really don't use it or anything, but it's my backup. But my lawnmower, and what I call my lawnmower, is a 60-inch, zero-turn radius lawnmower, 25 horsepower, and I can mow my yard in about four hours with that 60-inch cut lawnmower. You have to have the right tools for the job, that's a fact. My weed eater has a big harness and bicycle handles because if you ever try to weed eat a pond or weed eat around about a hundred trees, you'll know what I'm talking about. You need something where you're not all bent over. Mowing grass is okay. I have done more than my share in my life. I used to kid that someday I'm going to retire to a maintenance-free condo. I hope I never do that. I would just as soon keep mowing grass till I can't even mow anymore. People say it gives me something to do, and I say recording this podcast and getting it out there to you is giving me something to do, but I make time for the mowing. I do. I've got this place over the years. It takes me a lot less time to do my chores out there than it used to. So if you have a neighbor kid and he wants to mow your yard, or better yet, if you have a kid or a grandkid, and he's sitting there playing video games and watching TV, best thing for him to do is mow the yard. Just teach him safety. You don't want him to get hurt. Always remember to be kind, 
especially to who's ever mowing your yard. I'll be back next Wednesday. Peace out.